Welcome to Baptist Vices. This podcast is designed to engage the Baptist community in challenging thought. We hope to not just promote negative propaganda that is raised against Baptist thought, but to biblically analyze some of these thoughts and provide biblical solutions. We hope you enjoy today's program. And now your host, Dr. Steve Dameron. Thank you for listening to Baptist Vices, and we appreciate you taking the time to tune in and be with us. And so we're going to be having Pastor Kyle Allen with us. We listened to his daughters just a few weeks ago. We'll see if he can match in his wit and wisdom. All right, so we're going to be speaking to him. Just challenge you to go to baptistpulpit.com and look around, subscribe to the podcast if you can Uh, Get there to the podcast, look at some of the authors. Hopefully, you can find something that'll be helpful to you. So, baptistpulpit.com. Again, Pastor Kyle Allen is going to be with us. We're going to be looking at the Baptist vice of don't be in a hurry. Don't be in a hurry. Well, it's great to have Pastor Kyle Allen. I'm going to have him introduce himself. He's pastoring in Richmond, Indiana. Pastor Allen. Yes, I am uh, Pastor Kyle Allen in Richmond, Indiana. I'm excited to be the pastor of Richmond Baptist Church. I'm a graduate of Fairhaven Baptist College, and uh, I've been pastoring here about 10 years, and clearly, Pastor Dameron, you're scraping the bottom of the barrel here for your podcast. <laughs> uh, I, have to, I have to source me. <laughs> well, I, had to, I have to have variety. I have to have variety, so I don't know which oh, variety. Right, right. <laughs> so I got the country bumpkin. You know what I mean? <laughs> exactly. Right. Exactly. Yeah. So why don't you explain a little bit about your background? I think it's helpful. Um, I am a country bumpkin. I grew up farming, and it's what I would be doing um, if the Lord hadn't called me to the ministry. And uh, even going to Fairhaven, the college there was a huge culture thing for me. <laughs> uh, big city and all that kind of thing. You know, I I'd heard I'd heard stories about people like that, you know, and uh, and that was was amongst them. But uh, but God's used that a lot because I the church that I'm in now it, it's Richmond. It's not a huge town, but certainly bigger than where I come from, about yeah. five thousand people. Uh, but it's a you know it's 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 a bunch of country people. It's a bunch. Of, we joke about it being a bunch of uh, Kentuckians uh, who yeah. migrated north a little ways, you know. Yep. And uh, so that's given us. You know, it's just interesting. There's a lot of similar thought processes, <laughs> yes. so to speak, similar yeah. ways of working that God's been able to, to use that here. Okay, so our Baptist vice is don't be in a hurry. Don't be in a hurry. Mm. And yes, we were together recently, and God blessed you, but it's been an 11-year journey <laughs> there yes. in Richmond. And so, and there's other things, so I thought we'd just talk quickly about learning to have patience and how God has taught you that. I think patience is one of those things that's, you know, you need to have, but you don't like, um, you don't like the medicine that it takes to get patience. Um, okay. So we alliterated it for those of you out in podcast land. All right. So first of all, (laughs) patience for the people in the pew. So how has God taught you that? And you also have experience as an assistant pastor too. So either in either situation, how has God taught you some patience uh, for people? Yeah, that was, 
that was one of the big things that I learned as an associate, assistant pastor, uh, under Brother Hamblin, um, this idea of patience with with folk. Brother Hamblin, when he brought me on at, as his assistant, um, you know, one of the things that he liked about me was that I was that I did come from a farming background. He used to tell me all the time, Brother Allen. Farmers make the best pastors because they know how to grow things. Hmm. And well, that's true. I mean, there is some truth to that, I guess. But the problem was, you know, as farmers, we go out, we plant the seed. You know, we start seeing something poke up within a week or two. Oh, yeah. No, that's true. <laughs> you start investing. Yeah. You start investing in people in the pew. And, you know, sometimes it's a lot longer than that before you begin to see fruit from, yep. from your investment. Yeah. And I learned a lot of that because. Brother Hamlin was a very patient man, and he, yes, he, you know, he taught me that, and also taught, you know, people need to, the people in the pew need to have patience towards their pastor. Yes, yeah, they need to understand that he's in this for the long haul, and he's not going to turn. When we came to this church, yeah, ten years ago, you know, there were a lot of a lot of issues. It took some time to start turning the church back to the direction it needed to be. Yes, and people bringing a especially you get that stigma as a young guy, you know, full of energy, full of pep, and he's just going to have this thing straightened out <laughs> in, in a week's time. You know, it just doesn't happen that way. <laughs> yes. Yeah. All right. So that was our first one, patience for the people in the pew. Now here's the hard one, patience in the pulpit ministry. Mm. And I I think of a couple of things on my own side. Um, recently I was talking with a, a young man that's starting into the ministry, and you'll understand this. He was really nervous, going to be preaching, really nervous. And he was like, man, I'm just, I'm just afraid that I'm going to say something wrong. I'm going to twist up some doctrine. So I just tried to encourage him. And I said, you know what? You're going you're gonna to do that. <laughs> yeah, and, exactly. And, and his eyes got big. I said, just so you know, you are going to mess up sometimes. And just so you know, there are things that I preach now that 20 years ago, it's different. And he, I mean, then his mouth dropped. And I said, I'm not talking about salvation doctrine and all that. I said, but there are nuances in doctrine. If you're growing in grace and in the knowledge of the Lord, your understanding of some of the doctrines increase. And you're like, oh, that's what that means. Yeah. <laughs> so it's patience. And in all the pulpit, that comes sure. with, with, st with study and experience. Yes. I mean, I look back... I've kept not all of my messages, you know, some of them I actually had, you know, sacrificial burning for, um, but, but I look back at some of my messages that I preached, even as an assistant pastor, and you look at it, what in the world was I thinking? You know? Yes. Because as you study the Word of God, you begin to see it, and not that I've by any means attained this, but you begin to see it in its whole a lot more. Yep. Um, than you did when you, you know, coming out of Bible college where they've, they've hit the important uh, uh, mountain peaks of doctrine and uh, even into biblical methodology and things of that nature. But you begin to meld all that together and see the Word of God as a whole. It does change, not yes. your stand on doctrine, right. but, but even how you approach it. As you begin to study, you know, how Christ dealt with people. Yes. Um, you know, sometimes you got to step step up in your pulpit, and you've got to let it rip. You've got to yeah. you've got to be firm. You got to be strong. And then there's other times that the situation calls for a much more. I mean, we always do it in love, but yeah, I know what you're saying. Stereotypical of a loving message, you know. And I I don't know. I don't know of a time in the preaching aspect of pulpit ministry 
then I've had a, a month where I've hit the nail on the head every, yeah, you know, every exactly. message. Or I, haven't, I haven't stepped down and said, hey, I really could have said that better. But that's where reliance on the Holy Spirit comes in. You know, we pray for the Holy Spirit to guide us and to direct yes. us in our Amen. delivery, in, in what we how we yeah. say it, but we also pray for the Holy Spirit's working in the hearts of those that we're pre- preaching to, that they receive it. Yes. You know, that the you know, Holy Spirit makes intercession for us yes. <laughs> and fixes everything that we goofed up. Yes. And by the time it gets to the ears, he's applying it, working it to the heart, you know, and grafting it into the heart, you know, through the power of the Word of God. Yes. All right, so our, our last one, patience with problems and pressures. And uh, so this is interesting because I thought uh, folks would like to hear even some of the story of your church building. And that was a long, patient process. So explain a little bit about that. Yeah, so we started praying for a building within a few years of, of coming to Richmond. And at that time, it wasn't as much room as it was our building was just very, very dated. Uh, we yeah. took as good a care of it as we can, but it wasn't ADA compliant at all. We had church members that couldn't come to church because they were in wheelchairs and we had no way to get them to bathrooms and stuff. I mean, we did some things to try to accommodate, but there was just no big fix in it. Um, God, uh, you know, got an excitement in our church for that. And I was excited to see that the people weren't necessarily tied to this building, even though the church had been there for so many years. Yes. Um, but then God finally pointed us in the direction. We, uh, Methodist Church closed, and we inquired about the church, and it seemed promising. They, they asked us then to, to look at it, and then that was it. They said, well, we've decided not to sell. And so we waited and prayed for uh, three to four years, um, <laughs> even pulling in as a family. We drive through the, the parking lot and um, have prayer after a lot of church is on our way home from from the building where we were currently at, we drove right by this all the time. So we'd pull in and have prayer. Well, then in um, May uh, of last, uh, yeah, we'll be here. F- we've been here for a year now. So May of last year, um, uh, I say out of the blue, I kept trying to keep contact with the Methodists, keep our name at the front of their minds. You know, if they decided to sell, they contacted us and said, hey, well, we're interested in selling the building. And so I was elated. We were elated. The church was excited announced it in prayer meeting that morning. Uh, and so th- this is it, man, we're in. We're, we're planning VBS, which was going to be in July. Uh, we were going to have VBS there, and we were doing all this stuff. And we had to wait. Uh, things, the housing market was so crazy. The bank, it was slow with the bank. Wow. Uh, trying to get yeah. everything done there. Uh, selling the old building turned into a fiasco. Trying to get <laughs> sold. And it just seemed like it was one thing after another, after another, after another. And you talk about patience. You talk about the Lord. You know, I've, I've apparently yet to learn the lesson of patience because he keeps <laughs> on sending me these lessons. Uh, and it's, you know, yeah. Uh, but ultimately, we look back and we don't see all of it. You know, we, we don't yeah. we don't see everything that God was doing. Yes. But I can look back now because it was October. October 24th was our first service here. And... Um, we can look back now and see the timing of God and how it worked far better than what it yes. would have if we would have forced it. Yep. If we would have, if, you know, there are times I wanted to, let's make this happen. Well, yes. we got to be careful about that. So yes. careful about that. Yep. Cause God's timing, he's got a reason for it. 
we may not always know why. Yeah. But we can certainly look back already and see see good reason. Yes. And that that was a blessing. So those of you listening to the podcast here, and then you can weigh them, you could rate Pastor Allen compared to his girls who were on a couple of weeks ago. <laughs> that that yeah. was a lot of fun interviewing your girls. They are talkative on when a mic oh, gets in front goodness. of them. Woo! And oh, yes. but uh it was I call them the awesome Allens, but it was mm. it was awesome hearing them, you know, in your family, in a pastor's family, how they would just sit there and you were busy sometimes. So mom would drive them into the parking lot and they would just sit there. And that was years, years. And just that patience. Um, I know for myself, I agree with you. I say that often that I must not have learned patience because God sends you some things and you're like, okay, God, I guess I didn't get that. And I think also it's one of those virtues that just like every virtue you're adding to your faith. And one of them is patience. And yeah, absolutely. So it, it, the idea in that second Peter passage is it takes work and patience doesn't come without some turbulence, a little bit, some pressure, some yeah, problems. And as, as you study patience and waiting on the word of God, uh, or waiting on the Lord in yeah. the Word of God. You know, one of my favorites, Psalm 27, wait on the Lord, be a good courage. Yes. He shall strengthen thy heart. Wait, I say, on the Lord. You find much more encouragement to wait on God, to have patience on the Lord uh, in the in, in the Bible than you do, um, you know, jumping the gun. Because yes. the tendency, the human tendency yes. is to, hey, I see what I want, I'm going after it. And the yes. Lord says, you know, hold on, wait a second. I mean, I, I love our facilities that we have. We've got a lot of work yet to do on them, and we're making good progress. God is, God is blessed immensely, uh, even in spite of, of much of the economy and whatnot. Um, but, you know, but this was, you know, I, I can't say that I'm a great veteran, but we've been working at this for 10 years Yes. Uh, at the church, and our focus has been building the church, and then God has supplied that. You know, a lot of, a lot of, uh, a lot of us get into the ministry and especially from an assistant pastor to the pastor. And we want what we left, you know, we want a successful running ministry. We want, you know, maybe some beautiful facilities. And we forget that that pastor that we left out from under labored for years yes, to bring it to that point. And we may, you know, heaven forbid, God call us to a small church and a small community that never will turn into, yes, you know, never will turn into a fair haven. Yes. You know, Right. Patience. Patience. <laughs> you gotta and, wait and let God do it. Right. And not to be confused with laziness. Right. Patience can't be an excuse for laziness. And well, I'm just waiting on God. No, get out there and do something. Yes, exactly. Yes. But you gotta be patient. Yes. Well, I appreciate you taking the time uh to be with us here on our podcast and uh praise the Lord that he does teach us patience, but through that patience, uh there is that fruit and that is yes, a blessing. Yeah. So appreciate you taking your time. My pleasure. My pleasure. Thank you for listening to Baptist Vices. We trust you were challenged to find a biblical path for navigating through some differences within Baptist churches. Join your host, Dr. Steve Dameron, next week for another engaging podcast. May God richly bless you.